Again, it's a great joy to be with all of you uh, and to be assigned here to Incarnate Word Parish. Uh, I've run in some of the same circles as Father Schrader has for a number of years, and uh, it's a great joy to be assigned with him. I was joking that Schrader and Schneier sounds like the name of a German law firm with offices in Munich, Frankfurt, and Hamburg or something like that. A little bit about me. Uh, I'm a St. Louis native. I grew up in St. Ferdinand Parish in Florissant, North County, born and raised. We're famous for our fish fry up at St. Ferdinand Parish. Some of you might have grown up in the area and know what I'm talking about there, but my parents, Larry and Patty, still live up in St. Ferdinand, and we love our, our neighborhood. Uh, again, I'm the oldest of three. I have a younger sister, Julie, who teaches at Coriezu High School down in South County, and a younger brother, Kevin, who lives up in uh, the Detroit, Michigan area, and he works for Ford in their electrical engineering department. Uh, I graduated from St. Ferdinand grade school in 2006, and from there went to the St. Louis University High School. Any apologies to Desmetter CBC grads who are with us today. Uh, but during my time in high school, in the later years, I really began thinking that God might be calling me to a vocation to the priesthood. And through involvement with campus ministry and liturgical music there, I discerned that I was called to the seminary after graduation. So after graduating high school in 2010, I went to Cardinal Glennon College, uh, graduated with a college degree there in 2013, and then was ordained a priest in 2017. The past three years, I've been assigned as the associate at St. Joseph Parish in Cottleville. Uh, it's the largest parish in the archdiocese. It's 5,300 families, a little bit bigger than here. Uh, and I've been joking for years that anywhere I'd go after that would seem very quiet and quaint uh, by comparison. But I'm very excited to be here at Incarnate. Uh, it's got such a sterling reputation uh, for being such an active parish, especially with the youth group. And I look forward to working with them and especially with our school, too. Um, personally, I'm a rabid, rabid sports fan. Love Cardinal baseball when the team is healthy enough to play. Um, and it's very nice that we have our first meaningful hockey game in four and a half months today. Uh, for the Blues. I also love to get out and play golf. Uh, my game needs a lot of work, but I love to get, get out and play golf at the very least. I've played piano since I was a young kid. Uh, I took up the pipe organ in seventh grade and was active in the choir and liturgical music in high school and throughout my time in seminary. I figure I should say at least a little bit about our readings, though, that we heard today, especially our second reading from St. Paul. We see Paul giving the Christians in Rome a message of encouragement. Again, Rome was the biggest city in the world at the time. The Romans were the intellectual successors to the Greeks. And that community in Rome was going through a lot. They were going through persecutions. It was a big city. They were kind of being drowned out. And in the future, they would go through a lot more. They would go through persecutions under the emperors Nero, Valerian, and Diocletian. They were going through a lot in that little town. And so Paul wanted to give the Christians in Rome some encouragement. And so he tells them, what will separate us from the love of Christ? And he lists various things, trial, distress, persecution, famine, or the sword. Those were all things that they were going through in the city of Rome, all things that those Christians were experiencing. And Paul's message to them was very simple. His message was, God is with you during these times. God is with you. God has not abandoned you. He hasn't left you to just fend off these calamities with nothing to aid you. God is still with you. When we hear this, we kind of realize that we aren't all that different than those early Christians in Rome. We need those words of St. Paul just as much as they did 2,000 years ago. 
These words were originally written to a community of Christians in Rome in the first century A.D. They could have very easily been written in 2020. We must listen to St. Paul and his words. I am convinced that neither death nor life nor present things nor future things, nothing will separate us from the love of Christ Jesus our Lord. We're going through a lot as a society, as a nation, as a community. Turmoil, a modern version of the plague, an instability to everyday life where there was previously routine. It's a lot to deal with. It's a lot for all of us to take in on a daily basis and have to live through in our daily lives. And all of these things are seemingly working against us in our relationship with God. All these things are seemingly opposed to Christ and God and his plan. So the evil one, what does he try to do? He tries to convince us that we are somehow abandoned by God. That we are somehow without him. That he has left us alone to deal with these calamities on our own. Just as the evil one probably tried to convince those Christians in the early days of Rome. That we are somehow separated from God. And as all of this continues to happen in our society, God wants us to know that he has not and will not abandon us. He has not separated himself from our lives. Sure, we can separate ourselves through sin, no doubt, but God has remained with us. And St. Paul further says, we don't just not, we aren't just not separated from him, we are called to conquer overwhelmingly through him who has loved us. And we can get through all these things without being separated. That's one thing. But to conquer overwhelmingly is another. So we aren't just called to get through COVID, if you will. We're actually called to grow through it. We can actually grow in holiness and virtue and grace, not just in spite of, but rather because of the things that are going on around us. The love of Christ is that powerful, brothers and sisters. Difficult times can bear great fruit in the hearts and minds of believers. Again, this was the case in the city of Rome. In the earliest centuries of the church were times of great persecution, but it brought about some of the holiest saints, some of the greatest witnesses, and some of the most inspirational martyrs that we have in our Catholic faith. It's actually that long list of saints in the first Eucharistic prayer. Yeah, that really, really long one. It's not meant to just make Mass longer for us. That list of saints outside of the apostles, the vast majority of them were saints from Rome who died for their faith. Great people who heard the words of St. Paul. Some of them might have been direct beneficiaries of the words that we heard today. And if they weren't direct beneficiaries, they would have been passed down to them over the years. Those same people who heard the words of St. Paul, we venerate every time we say those words in the Eucharistic prayer. Every name on that list is someone who said, I will not let the tribulations of this world separate me from the love of Jesus Christ. Every single person on that list is a person who said, I will not let persecution, famine, or even a pandemic separate me from Jesus. That is how they lived. And we revere them for it today. So no, none of the things going on in society today mean that we are separated from Christ Jesus our Lord. Again, we are called to not just not be separated, but to conquer like those early saints did. 
Conquer through Christ who told us, take courage, I have overcome the world. We can overcome the world too through the gift of faith. God doesn't say that we will never have trials or distress or anger or persecution or famine or the sword. It sort of implies that we will have these things from time to time. But what he does promise us is that these things will not separate us from his love, will not separate us from his son. Brothers and sisters, that is what we are called to hold on to today. That no matter what, God is with us. We are not and will never be separated from Him. And that we can conquer overwhelmingly the trials and tribulations of this world. And we can conquer them just like those saints, those great saints of the past. We can conquer through the great gift of our faith.